0: Welcome back to another episode of the Executive Code Podcast. And I'm joined here with Nicole to find out more questions that she wants answered in relation to personal mastery. So, Nicole, what have you got for us this week?
1: So, I've got a question that applies to every single person. How do we go about breaking bad habits and forming good ones?
0: Okay, well, we operate with habits all the time. So, think from the perspective of how you dress, how you eat even how you you lock up your house or your apartment at nighttime. We, we mm. operate with habits literally in, in all aspects of our life. Now, other people would say that, you know, to form a good habit, perhaps maybe, you know, do repeat what it is that you want to do or to form the habit around, repeat it for maybe 21 days. And then after 21 days, it will typically kick into being a habit. But yet, here's the thing, even though you might have people that will do something consecutively for 21 days, the habit still hasn't been formed and the reason being is because it doesn't work and what i mean by that is that if you're trying to form a habit that isn't in line with your genius drivers which gets back to the whole process of what i teach in relation to genius drivers because it's, you're now working with your unconscious if you're not if you if you're trying to form a habit that's not in line with your genius drivers well then it's going to be very very difficult for you to actually turn it into a habit that you do naturally, meaning an activity you don't necessarily have to think about. So just as much as what I you know, said earlier on, Rich, you dress in a particular way, meaning you have a sequence of how you dress. You'll, and your sequence of how you dress can be different to how other people dress, how you eat. So, for example, when I'm, when I'm sitting at the, at, the, at the family table and we've got um, my, our two sons and my wife around the table with us, each person around the table eats their dinner in different in a different pattern. So what I mean by that is that so my son will eat his meat first, and then he move on to the vegetables, and then he move on to the potato. So to, just as an example, so each person will actually do activities in a particular way, and that's that's a habit, that's a routine, and that's ultimately what you want to try and create. So when it comes to people wanting to form habits, what you ultimately want to find out is that you know, are they in line, the habits that you want to create, are they in line with your genius drivers? If they are, well, then you've got a much, much higher propensity for those habits to be embedded. If they're not, well, then what I'm going to suggest you do is start to identify how does those habits support your genius drivers. So the first premise is you've got to know your genius drivers. That's the first thing. If the habit that you're trying to create doesn't align with your genius drivers, What you now want to start to identify, okay, how the habit that you want to form, how could it support your genius drivers? And then you've got a much more higher success rate of that habit being formed. Now, ultimately, what you also want to try and understand is the universal law of rhythm. So the the universal law of rhythm, think of it from the perspective of the universe operates in line with a rhythm. And so think of it from the perspective of the seasons that we go through. Think of it from the planets that are in the universe. They all follow a rhythm. They all follow a cycle. Think of from, you know, nature or animals. It all follows a rhythm. So the universe loves supporting a rhythm. So that's where the 21 days starts to kick in. If you follow a rhythm, well, then now once you've begun and are being consistent in following that rhythm, the universe will have your back and support you in following that rhythm. So that's absolutely a critical piece. So take it from the perspective, if you want to build wealth, what a lot of people try and do is they say, okay, I'll put X amount of money away each month. But, and they might do it for the first month, they might do it for the second month, or they might do it for the third month. And then they've lost traction on it. And therefore they've gotten distracted. And therefore they don't do it. And therefore it hasn't gone into a rhythm. So what you want to make sure of is that Anything you do, you want to do in relation to form and habits, understand how the law of the universal law of rhythm works, and therefore that's giving you the reason why you've got to do it consecutively and consistently for a much longer period of time, especially when it's not in line with your genius drivers. So that's one way of of looking at okay to identify is it what you're trying to do in line with your genius drivers, and are you following the universal law of rhythm because the two of them go hand in hand. Now. Also look at it from the perspective of if what it is that you're trying to create the habit around, are you externally motivated or internally, innately motivated? And again, if it's in line with your genius drivers, you will be innately driven or innately motivated to actually build that habit. You'll do it naturally when it's in line with your genius drivers. So therefore you won't need that external motivation. Where you get a lot of people. So we, we spoke on, on one of the earlier episodes whereby we talked about New Year's resolutions. People identify things that they want to create a habit about. I mean, I'll go to the gym every single week or I'll go for a walk three times a week or I'll do a particular activity that's not absolutely nothing whatsoever got to do with their genius drivers. And then they ask themselves the question, well, why didn't I continue that habit? Or why didn't I continue what I said I was going to do in line with my New Year's resolution? And it doesn't work. So, therefore, they give up. And the reason being is because it wasn't in line with your genius drivers, you're not unconsciously, innately motivated to actually achieve and support that habit. So, therefore, now you have to be externally motivated. So, think of it this way. I I try and avoid as much as possible absolutes. So, absolutes, what I mean by that is when I say everybody, I mean, I don't mean everybody in in the entire world, but the vast majority of people, when they were learning how to brush their teeth. So they they brush their teeth even to this day in a particular way. There's a rhythm to it. There's a sequence of how they actually start to brush their teeth and the sequence of literally brushing their teeth. And the reason being is when they were a child, learning how to brush their teeth is the habit that they formed as a child, but they were externally motivated to brush their teeth. So think of two ways. One is they either got time with their parents to teach them how to brush their teeth. And while they were brushing their teeth, they got the love and the joy and the the companionship of the parent being there while they were brushing their teeth. So it was, for one better word, it was parent and child time. So therefore, that's what they got as an external motivation to brush their teeth. Or on the opposite, they were told off by their parents in in a form of anger in order to brush your teeth and if they didn't brush your teeth they'd get a, a slap or a kick or whatever it might be that's what happens so there's an external motivation in order to kick them into developing that habit so when you want to understand if, it, if there's something that you want to create a habit around the, the easiest habits to form are ones that are in line with your genius drivers because now you're innately driven to actually develop those habits If not, and it's not in line, and you can't find any alignment whatsoever of how they support your genius drivers, now you're going to have to have an external motivation. And that's where a coach comes into play. It's where a mentor comes into play or some sort of accountability partner in order to get you into the habit. And then when you understand the universal law of rhythm, well, then now you understand why it has to be done for a particular length of time in order for it to absolutely fundamentally develop as a habit. Now, what you can do, as a reminder, in order to form that habit or to form that sequence, make sure you do it every single day. Is literally anchor an activity that you're doing. So you may have something as you're going out the door that you'll you'll connect with, meaning that you'll it's anchored. With you. So I, I'm getting into what's referred to as neuro-linguistic neuro programming, which is NLP. So that's where you will actually create an anchor to remind you of something that you need to do. In order to actually develop the habit, and then after a period of time, it now is embedded in your subconscious. So therefore, now you don't have to think about it, and you no longer need that anchor. So that's my advice in relation to try and form new habits, and better habits, good habits.
1: So the savings example you used earlier has somewhat of an easier fix because you can have it to you can have it set to where a certain amount of your income is automatically saved to a separate savings account. But it seems much harder to break bad habits then form good ones especially the longer you've had the habit
0: but what you what you want to find is you you your perception is that it's a bad habit but unconsciously you're getting something from that habit that you don't want to get rid of so think of about so g- give me give me a bad habit give me an example of a bad habit not flossing not flossing okay so it's well you could say that's been it's habit that you haven't formed it's you're not flossing so therefore it's not yet a habit or of for for a habit in terms of a very common one would be after a meal a person will take out a cigarette and start smoking so people perceive that as being a bad habit but they may say consciously it's a bad habit i have to stop you know having a cigarette after every meal so they they see it as being a bad habit but unconsciously they're getting more from it the actual cigarette So why would they get rid of it? So take it from this perspective. And a fundamental thing that, that people need to understand is that a human being will only do something when they perceive more benefits than drawbacks, both consciously and unconsciously. So their perception as a smoker is that consciously they perceive it as being a bad habit, but unconsciously know they're getting an awful lot more from that cigarette. So therefore, why would they want to form or get rid of that habit? So their unconscious won't support them in actually getting rid of that habit. What you want to do is now, if you were to list out all the benefits of not smoking, now what you're doing is you're reprogramming the unconscious mind to say, actually, okay, so here's all the benefits of not smoking. Here's the drawbacks of smoking and bring that into your conscious mind. Now you've got a much, much higher um uh, way or much much higher success rate of actually getting rid of those bad habits
1: so firstly has to recognize the drawbacks outweigh the benefits and then be able to recognize that as a bad habit before they'll even consider breaking it
0: yeah yeah and also look at it from because you you want to kick into some, something else which is your motivation so when you if as you're making progress on a habit You want to acknowledge the progress that you're making. So where a lot of people say, well, you've got to, you know, have a reward for as you do the activity that's in line with your habit, what they're doing is they're they're playing with the motivation part and how the brain works. But ultimately what you want to try and get the part of all of it is to acknowledge the progress that you're making in actually forming that habit or doing the activities. So therefore now you start to play or work with how the brain works so that it's it, you now. you're getting into motivation so but ultimately what you want to understand is a the law rhythm is in the line with your genius drivers and if it's not well then okay now start to understand if you want to get rid of a bad habit start to list out all the the benefits of giving up that perceived bad habit
1: and it seems easier to break or form habits earlier in life as compared to when you're older so are there any additional tips that, you know, people who've had a bad habit for, say, 50 years can, can take into account to help them break it?
0: If you do the work, and what I mean by that is that what, what I said in terms of align, it, align new habit or get rid of the old habit. Align, if you want to form a new habit, align that to your genus drivers and then also look at it from the perspective. Okay, so how can you have, if it's neatly aligned with your genius drivers, well, then it's, it's going to be an awful lot easier for you to, to actually form that new habit, no matter what age that you're at. If it's not in line with well, then you've got to do the work. And what I mean by doing the work is you've got to, in effect, find out how does it actually support your genius drivers or what are the benefits of doing that new habit in line with your genius drivers? How does it support and how does it benefit your genius drivers? And now what you're doing is you're now starting to work on how the conscious mind works and how the unconscious mind works. And it now becomes an awful lot easier to form that habit, no matter what age you are.
1: So again, it goes back to finding your genius drivers as early as possible in life and then developing your habits.
0: Yeah. Good. Good on that. Yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Perfect. So um, now that we're a few months into the new year and you're trying to understand why you've broken your new year's resolutions, perhaps from this episode, you'll understand as regards some of the elements as regards why that's happening. So if you want to find out how to form new habits and how to drill in a little bit more deeper into your genius drivers and understand what your genius drivers are, reach out to us at paulwilliamdavis.com. All the ways of how you can get connected with us are all there on the website. And if you want to join our weekly live meetings that we have on Zoom every single Monday afternoon at two o'clock Irish time, come on over to our community. You'd be very, very welcome. But until the next time, I wish you every success.